You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 88. So I'm so ecstatic because today joining me is the lovely Sarah Wells from the Strawberry Nest. How are you today, Sarah? I am fabulous. How are you? I'm doing really well. And we're so excited because we actually just came off of our second event coordinating for Jordan Page. And it was a totally unique event because it was a speaking engagement where her and her husband, Bubba, jumped on stage. And I honestly didn't know what to expect. I didn't either. And it was way different than I thought. So with the soiree, just to give you a little bit of background, it was an actual party. It was at her home. There were a lot of components. I mean, there was a live horse, for example. Like, that was nuts. Right. And instead of having to coordinate that, we are doing more stage management, almost like what you would do for a concert or a play where you have an agenda and a timeline because we had people that were there doing Facebook Live and they were live streaming the Facebook Live on the internet. There was also, is that the same thing? I guess that is the same thing. What I time is so. it? It's been too long, you guys. I'm back. Hi. We're back. We had to do some, you know, we set up the ticket options. We did a little bit of management with that. We did a VIP experience and then we did some decor, but just nothing as intense as the other event. Um, what would you say were like some of your biggest takeaways because they're two totally different events? Um, I would say that the live event was a lot easier. <laughs> Because yeah. it didn't take us 48 hours to set up. Oh my gosh. Right. Like we were there two hours before the event started. Yes. And set up. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not to say that we didn't pull pretty much an all-nighter the night before. No. We still did. We really but we did. didn't pull an all-nighter at the <laughs> the soiree, but it was just an all-nighter and an all-dayer. Yeah. If that's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. We just made it a thing. It was a thing. Oh my gosh. So basically, let's walk through how to do something like this. So anybody listening, anybody that would um, want to either host their own or as an event planner, take it on, like where you would even start, how you tackle this. Now, I didn't get this opportunity until two and a half weeks before the actual event. I remember when like they finally were like, yes, Chelsea, let's do it. Let's do this. It was a little stressful, but I was grateful, right? I was like, okay, like I... I am always that happy to take day. on an opportunities. It was such a good day. And then it was like nose to the grindstone getting to work. You know, who do I have in my Rolodex? Who can I call on to help me with this? Because if I've learned anything, especially with a short amount of time, is you just cannot do it all yourself. There's just no, no. way. There's no way. So we found um, some different people. Those of you that are familiar with the page event, um, Janelle from Events by Janelle came and did some balloon arches. That which balloon amazing. arch was incredible. Amazing. So we had a rose gold sequence backdrop. And then she probably had, I don't even know how many balloons, probably 100 balloons that filled a trailer. And she has them all strung together in this super fancy, unique way. It's, she's literally a wizard with balloon arches. And then her, she had a, like surgery on her foot earlier. So she's in crutches. I'm like, why did you well, say yes to this? Did you this? know her husband? Had broken ribs. No. He had been in a mountain biking accident just before. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, and then they were, like, getting ready to head out of town. So it was – anyway, the stars had aligned. They did an amazing job, and we were able, able to pull the red carpet and some fun things that Jordan and Bubba already had to make it feel really fancy for the 1,000 people who came to the live event. Um, she did a second balloon arch on the back of the stage, which we had as our VIP area. And then um, one of my favorite little details that Sarah actually found were these cookies. Tell me about the cookies. Oh, my goodness. When you asked me to, if I knew anybody who did cookies, I went straight to Instagram. 
and I searched the hashtag cookies. Oh, wait, you didn't know her? Nope. Oh my gosh. For some reason I was like, <laughs> how do you, this girl's so good. No. So we're going to do a shout out to my two cookies. Is it my dot two dot cookies? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. They literally like fine art. They were beautiful. So she did logo cookies for Jordan, which said fun, cheap, or free, which is the name of their blog. In gold. In gold with like a watercolor backdrop and – Well, the watercolor what is on Jordan's logo. I sent oh, yeah. her Jordan's like, logo. Like they legit are her logo as a cookie. I could not believe it. They were stunning. Yeah. And they tasted – Oh, they were phenomenal. Really good. They had like real vanilla beans inside. Like I, mm-hmm. I always get sugar cookies like that and I'm like, oh, that's so pretty, but they never taste good. And then I turned it over to give it to my daughter and I saw the vanilla beans and I was like, give me that. <laughs> I'm going to try know. this. And I literally like ate the majority of the cookie, the cookie that I brought for her. It's fine. Yeah. No, I found her and I messaged her and she's like, yes, I would love to do these cookies. Oh and my gosh. so then I told her what I wanted it to look like and oh. she – like my wildest dreams. Oh yeah. It was amazing. They were amazing. So Jordan, I honestly didn't really know what they were going to do. Like I honestly had no No. idea, but I was blown away because her insight, it was almost like being at a motivational speaking event in so many ways. Yes. I loved how she told their story in the beginning, how she brought Bubba out again. And they were so personable with everybody. They were their normal selves. Like I've never seen them not that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just had a really good energy and they just answered questions based on their experience and their different backgrounds and expertise. And it was really entertaining. It was really fun. And, um, I'm grateful that I got to be a part of it. And I think that we did a good job and, and she was wowed at the end. I mean, it's, it's gotta feel really good to have done your own events for so long. And then you finally invested in event planner, which is an expense. And sometimes you wonder like, is this going to be worth it? Or could I do this better myself? And then to have your client tell you, I'm so glad I didn't try to do that myself. Well, and I even remember Jordan saying, it was nice to just show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And I think as an event planner, if you can nail that experience for your customer, as well as whoever the other guests are that are coming, you will have a flawless business model that you can duplicate again and again. And I have no doubt that the next time she has an event, she's going to call me and she's going to call you and she's going to be like, hey. I would like the dream team back. Yeah. Can we, can we do this? So. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about that event? I'm like trying to replay back in my mind. Um, I mean the cleanup. So, oh, well, let's talk about volunteers for a second. We had really good volunteers. We had very good volunteers, but I feel like there's a couple of reasons. So why don't you share with us like the process of how to round up these volunteers? So we did a Google form and we put it out there to get volunteers. And we even reached out to volunteers who had submitted to help with the soiree event and gave them first dibs to helping on this one. And we still needed a few more. So we created another, another Google form and had it sent out and we got like 25 people sign up and I organized it and kind of went through and reached out to them via email saying, Hey, this is what we need. This is where we're going. And they all wanted to help out. Yeah, that's awesome. And actually, one of the things that's really cool about Jordan is with her events, she gives the volunteers one of her courses for free, which is like, I don't know, $200 value. Yeah. And so it makes it a little bit more of an incentive for them. Yeah, they're earning something. They're not just giving their time for free. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And then my secret is when I have volunteers, I find that whatever I do within the first 20 minutes of them being there is the most impactful. 
So I always have the job descriptions of exactly what I want them to do typed up. I give everybody a copy of this to review. And then I go over it and I give examples. And some of the things that are really specific to me are things like when you talk to guests coming in, you know, don't say things like, oh yeah, no problem. Sure, sure. And you might be thinking to yourself, like, I don't, I don't understand what's wrong with that. It's not like they're using vulgarities or swearing, but right. teaching them how to say things like, oh yes, this is my pleasure. Or how may I help you? Or may I take your picture for you? Or may I, you know, help you with this or that? It just kind of elevates the experience. And I think that it really does give the volunteers a little bit more sense of entitlement and ownership of their position instead of feeling like I'm looking out and over them or over their shoulder. Like I want them to feel like, Hey, if you see something out of place, fix it. If you see a piece of trash on the ground, pick it up. If you see somebody needing help, just take the initiative and take care of people. And, um, I think that's something that a lot of people, if you've never worked in hospitality, you just wouldn't have had that experience. So it makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. They were awesome. They were phenomenal. Well, and I think we also set kind of the bar when we told them, what the expectations were were of them mm-hmm. prior to like what to wear, how to wear their hair, how to yes, that's such a good point. Show up. So in yeah, in communicating with them, we have an email. This is the dress code. This is the code of conduct. This is how your hair and makeup not necessarily should be done, but please have it done. Um, and they really were quality. And I think in a a few ways, it's almost like you want to scare them away with how mm-hmm. much you're requiring. Um, and some people kind of do. They're like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, not too many. We didn't lose. Right. I think we lost like three out of the. We lost three out of 16. Yeah, that's not too bad. Which so, was actually excellent. And one of them, I don't think we would have lost if there hadn't been a family emergency. Right. So. It's so true. I I think that we did really good mm-hmm. with setting the expectation. And so they knew when they came. Yes. What. Absolutely. To expect from you and I. Yeah, absolutely. And then at the end of the event, um, it went off without a hitch. We were able to clean up super quickly and all of the volunteers, we kind of doubled them up. Like you, maybe you're an usher, but then also you're cleaning up. Maybe you are a ticket taker, but then you're also cleaning up. Maybe you are somebody that's standing, collecting phones, taking pictures at the photo booth, but then you also clean up. Um, so at the end, I mean, it took us a good two hours to get everything set up and maybe what, 30 minutes to get it all cleaned up. We were driving. I was like in my car driving home at 1026. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was amazing. And just to give you some perspective, the soiree, I don't think I left until 1 a.m. No, we didn't leave until it was really, too late. really late. So, and that's just the ty- the difference with different types of parties. So, anyway, final thoughts on the Jordan Page and Bubba, I guess, fun, cheaper, free live event is what they called it. Final thoughts. Yeah, I would do it again. I would totally do it again, too. And actually, I think we may have some opportunities because when you do events like that for celebrities or people that have a big audience, they start to take notice and they say, Oh, what can you do for me? Or would you be willing to do something like this for me? Um, another thing I forgot to mention final thoughts was I had the opportunity to be an MC, which was really fun. You and did so, so great at oh, it. You're so sweet. Gosh, they threw a really fun event and people had a good time. So well, remember the dancing, you know, the girl who like jumped and did a toe touch. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, there, it was, it was it a was really fun. good time. Good times. So if you are looking to do an event that you've never done before, um, kind of like us, like it doesn't mean that you can't do it. I think you just need to think strategically and plan it out, map it out in your mind and decide um, what goes where and what you're going to do. And, you know, hopefully you kick butt and blow minds. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining us on this episode. We will catch you next time.